What's up, everybody? Welcome into the Wiregrass High School Football Report brought to you by DGO Strategy. This is your weekly look at all things high school football in the Wiregrass. I am your host, Philip Jordan, in studio host and producer of Bethlehem Woods Football on 96.9, The Legend. On this week's show, we'll be joined by Northside Methodist Knights head coach, Stefan Ganey. This will be his first year at Northside, but he's been there the last two years as defense coordinator under Toby Green. Uh, we will talk about the team, how they look through the spring and summer, the excitement level around the team. We are in August. We're just a few weeks away from the start of the season. They will start the season on August 24th on a Thursday night at Houston County. Uh, we'll talk about the offense and the defense and a lot of cool stuff with Coach Ganey. Before we jump into that, let you guys know you can find me and the podcast. Find me on social media at PJordanSEC. Uh, you can listen to the podcast over at wiregrassdailynews.com or wherever. You get your podcast. You can also email me at sportstalkphilipjordan at gmail.com. Now let's jump into it with Northside Methodist Academy head coach, Stephon Ganey. Everybody, this week on the Wiregrass High School Football Report, I am joined by Northside Methodist Academy head coach, Stephon Ganey. Uh, they are out of 3A Region 2. And uh, Coach Ganey, I appreciate you taking the time and uh, coming on the show this week. We thank you for giving us a call uh we appreciate it um just thinking of us we thank you so much oh yeah absolutely absolutely and uh the, it, we're a few weeks away we're into august now just uh what's the excitement now around the team knowing hey just in a few weeks uh, you're gonna be playing games well we're, we're really excited it's been a long summer but it's been a very productive summer i think the boys are excited to to get back in school and uh, the seniors are definitely excited to get their senior year kicked off, and so are the uh, the underclassmen and coaches are excited. It's always exciting uh, when you're o and o and you got a chance uh, to go into the season and and to just uh, see what what's in store for you. So there's a lot of excitement around uh, not just the team but the entire school, and we're so grateful for that. Oh, uh, when when do you guys uh, start up practice? Practice actually starts tomorrow. Our first official fall day uh, is tomorrow, tomorrow afternoon. So we'll be getting after it, you know, knocking out those uh, those heat days, those first few days, uh, as we're uh, legislated to do. I think we're scheduled to possibly be in pads either Friday or Monday. I have to look at the schedule. So uh, it won't be long until we'll be full pads, and that's when it really starts, you know. Yeah, I was about to ask you what the first couple of days look like, but you you just asked and I let the audience know you do not know my questions, so uh, that's that's pretty good uh, on that <laughs> one there. Uh, oh, and so when you when y'all first get going on practice, of course you open the season with, at Houston County. When do you start kind of focusing on them in that matchup? Well, you know, kind of going through the summer, you kind of want to work on yourself. Obviously, you want to you know work on any deficiencies, want to get better, want to build a little bit of depth confidence uh so you know that kind of continues in for the first couple weeks and maybe you know the definitely the week of the game but probably a couple days uh the week prior you want to start peeking over and kind of you know maybe looking at uh what houston county does uh jake over there does a great job he's a he's a friend and he's very offensive minded so i have no doubt he'll have him ready um but you know that first game is kind of like the the scariest game you don't know what to expect out of your opponent, and, and and you really don't know what to expect out of yourselves just yet. So I think every coach in Alabama usually uh, that's probably the most nerve wracking game. But uh, to answer your question, I, I would say about the week of and maybe a couple of days before 
Um, but you really want to be focusing on getting better yourself uh, at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. And then, so going through the, the spring and the summer, of course, y'all had a spring game. Y'all played Barber County, won 26-0. But what was the biggest things you learned and saw out of your team during those periods? Well, I saw us, I saw us be one of the most exciting teams to play. Uh, I do have to give a shout-out to my, my former coach, Toby Green. So great, grateful for him. But that's something that he always harps on, being the most excited team on the field. Uh, when you're excited and you love what you do, it shows. Uh, you have a little bit of a extra pep in your step. And I think more than anything, I think uh, Night Nation was the most excited team on the field as well in, as in the stands. Our, our fans, our, excuse me, our student section really pushed us that game, and I was really excited about that. Uh, so I like the way the boys approached the game. I think that's very, very big. Yeah, I went to uh, one of the games last year, and I just know going into it because luckily Dothan was play 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 on Friday night. You guys were playing on Thursday night, so I said I was able to go out because I don't get to get out of the studio much, Coach. I'm usually stuck in the studio on Friday, so I don't get the feel. Hard work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm in the studio doing all the stuff I got to do in there, keeping up with all the scores around the area, but I don't get to actually go to games often. So uh, uh, I do appreciate you guys playing a lot of Thursday night games. By the way, it kind of gives me an opportunity to go see some, see some games in person. But I, that uh, that atmosphere atmosphere was pretty good you guys got a really really dedicated and a really supportive fan base with uh, Northside. we do and like i said that we feel that we feel that energy uh they they're really behind us they're excited they're excited as long as we we're giving them energy and effort they definitely return the favor you know um, a lot of times we we look at the scoreboard for our measuring stick and Trust me, if they're keeping score, we want to win. Like I, I'm very adamant in, in telling them that. But we also understand there's a bigger picture to uh, you know coaching up these young men and uh, effort and just trying to, to uh, teach them the game or, or the life through the game of football. Uh, so that's very important. And I think that bleeds through our, our fan base. They really appreciate what we're putting out or the product that we're putting out on the field. And uh, they definitely bring it. And uh, we, we, we really can't say – thanks enough to them you're exactly right yeah it was my first chance to to uh, witness the light show there at refuse because like i said i'm in the studio here the guys that do the games with jerry and can't talk about it all the time but i was uh well, it was it was it was nice seeing that too oh uh, with, with the program there at Northside, Man, of course last year was the first year in 3a region two you're there as defense coordinator as you mentioned uh, toby green was the head coach just you know that transition you know obviously you were not there yet when they first made the transition but where's uh, your program at right now you know after one year in a 3a region two i think that uh the program as a whole uh from the administration all the way down to the players um we're in a better situation as far as understanding what it takes to compete on this level and that's no knock to aisa or or whatever i I would never do that they're ball players over there as well but uh if you look at our region uh, it's pretty tough, you know, to, to come out of AISA and get put into uh, to this region. Uh, they certainly didn't do us any favors, you know. Um, so you, you really have to literally bring your, your lunch pail every week. Um, it's just it's, it's a lot of guys that can really play ball, a lot of tradition. Um, I, I think this is the fact this is year 10 for us even playing football, having a football program. And uh, we make the joke that I think it's Coach Kenny Keith over at Providence. He's been there longer than 10 years. 
So when you step back and you look at it like that, you kind of understand that the program is still building. Um, but, you know, we've, we've revamped the weight room, blessed the administration and the school for doing that. We got serious about uh, weight training. Uh, they gave us a beautiful practice field, which we're, you know, still growing grass and putting fertilizer down and making the facilities, uh, you know, kind of get them up to part of where you need to be to compete. And we've definitely done that because all of that matters. Um, we think winning is just a product of what you do um, before you get to the field. And that's what we believe. So we're in a better situation, but we're continuing to push forward. And I want to rewind a little bit back to to December, uh, when you found out you were going to be the next head coach uh, there at Northside Methodist, uh, how, what what was that feeling like for you personally uh, when you got that when you got when you knew that you was going to be the next head coach? Listen, and and I'll tell you when I I came over from Ashford, uh, where I was defense coordinator defense coordinator there for two years, and I came over to coach actually the DBs for Coach Ennis, uh, Greg Ennis who's uh, definitely a legend. So I, I I was ready to learn more from him, uh, you know, pick his brain. You know, you win that many state championships. You, you've seen a thing or two, seen a lot of different offenses. So I got to coach with him for the spring, and he decided to move on. So I was elevated to defensive coordinator. So this entire ride with Northside has been a blessing. It hasn't been my, my plan. It's definitely been God's plan because I, I didn't come over to have a title of anything. I came over – to serve and get to work. Um, I brought my kids with me. It's been a great uh, environment and great experience for them. So every elevation has been uh, something that hasn't been on my radar or something I haven't been working for. It's definitely been me serving my time and God kind of presented uh, an opportunity to me. So I want to make sure I give thanks to him. But of course, I was really excited for the opportunity. Uh, it's not too many times where you can get your first head coach an opportunity where you've been working uh, so the kids don't really have to get to know me I don't have to adjust to them it was a very seamless transition uh, although you know we would definitely miss coach green uh, definitely an exciting opportunity and I really you know thank the, the fans the kids the administration for trusting me with this opportunity Oh, what was the uh, reaction from the team because I'm sure they were really happy uh, you're still going to be there with them and you get in that position <laughs> They were they were really excited. The timing uh, didn't fall exactly like we wanted. Uh, just you know, making sure you dot your I's and board meetings and uh, doing the rest of the interviews. They did a good job of, of interviewing a, a pool of, of coaches. So I didn't get to announce it to them before we left for a Christmas break. So I, I think it came out while we were on break, but I, I was overwhelmed with the text calls. Um, from staff and as well as uh, the kids. It, uh, it was uh, just a great feeling. I was glad they were happy. I was happy for them. I was happy for me. It was just a great feeling uh, for them to be able to keep a coach that they were familiar with. So uh, a lot of joy. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. I can only imagine what that what that was like. With you know, how they reacted. Just you know, of course, being there with you, uh, you know, your last two years there as defense coordinator. And uh, let's jump into a little bit. You know, let you let the audience get to know a little bit of your roster. And I, you know, usually, coach, when I do these things, and I, I've I've caught myself this. I've never really thought about. I always start with offense, but you know what? You're a defensive guy. I'm going to start with defense uh, <laughs> okay, on this one. Uh, but first off, you know, for people out there maybe haven't caught. Um, Northside Memphis last two years when you're there or you know your previous stops uh, at defense coordinator like you said Ashford and then Charles Henderson too in the past uh, 
how can you best describe the kind of defense you want to run? Listen, what uh, the people ask me all the time, what kind of defense do you run? I do have a uh, my playbook. If you look at it, you'll say, okay, well, he's an even front guy. But I truly believe in high school when you have to coach the guys that are in the hallway, you have to be able to put the best 11 on the field. So if that's odd front, we'll do that. If that's even front, we'll do that. But if you ask me what I want to see from the 11 guys that are out there, no matter if it's even or odd, we got to play fast and we have to play physical. I like to see a lot of gang tackles and I like to see a lot of high-fiving and, and, and just some guys out there getting after it, being relentless. Uh, if you don't have a relentless motor, defense is not for you. Uh, just because by nature you're really denying someone what they want to do. That's a defensive mentality. You want to cross this line, you want to get this down, I'm denying you. So I want to see my guys running around, finishing off tackles, high-fiving each other, celebrating, getting off the ground, and loving being physical. And uh, on that side of all, on defense too, uh, what do you guys look like with returning players and, you know, underclassmen and upperclassmen? We do have a few returning players. Our, our entire secondary comes back, which is a blessing. Uh, fun fact, a lot of the guys that are seniors this year, we had to throw in the fire as, soft, as sophomores. So they've been with me since I've been here. They were probably too small and bony to be playing on the varsity level at first, but we had to throw them out there, and God has uh, protected them from a safety standpoint. But I told them uh, just the other day, Guys, it's, it's your turn. You guys have uh, been playing against upperclassmen for the last couple of years, but now you're the senior. So we they do come back. We do get our linebacker back, uh, which is a great thing to have your uh, your signal caller on defense back. And a couple defensive linemen, we were blessed to uh, pull a couple guys back out of the halls that did not play last year. So uh, I, I think all in all, we have about six returning defensive starters, which uh, it's a great start. It's a blessing. Yeah, and when you got players like that, that's got to be a blessing too. When they've they've played so many games, so many snaps, so just from just when a, what an offense is doing, there's not a lot they haven't seen. That's right. That's right. They've played a lot of ball. Um, they've seen a lot of things. They've had some growing pains as well. So uh, hopefully we can uh, we can come out on the other side of that this year. That's what we're pushing for. Our, our motto is twenty five cents at a time. You know, I know some people say one percent better or are 2% better, and that's fine. But sometimes you can't visualize 1% or 2%, but uh, you understand what a quarter looks like. Uh, you might walk by a penny. You might even walk by a nickel, but it's hard for you to walk by a quarter. <laughs> so 25% of the time, that's what we ask. Get 25% better every day. Drop a, drop a quarter in the bank. So um, before I transition over to offense, just, and I haven't seen this anywhere in local media here in the Wiregrass, I'll ask you this. Uh, will you be calling the defense? Yes, sir. We we decided that it's best, uh, since we have a new offensive coordinator, uh, it was best for me to continue to call it uh, because that's familiar. We don't want the boys having to learn two different things at one time. Again, we went through that with uh, Coach Green and I coming in at the same time two years ago. I think the boys did a really good job. Uh, we got a lot better towards the second half of the season that year. Uh, you can see the progression, but a lot of it just came with them being more comfortable. comfortable. And, then, of course, we came back last year and we were a little bit better. So um, there will be some changes on offense this year, uh, but the defense will look uh, the same, and we think that's important. Uh, we won't be learning any new language. So um, 
that's a lot on a high school kid to learn both sides of the ball uh, at the same time from a new perspective. So we decided not to do that. Now, over on offense, and I was just looking through the coaches, you know, you've coached with as defense coordinator, a lot of offensive-minded guys. Uh, what what were you looking for uh, in an in offense, or like your offensive philosophy that you'd like to see your team have? Well, as you alluded to, uh, I've coached uh, with uh, Coach Chris Littleton, who's an air raid guy. Uh, I've coached with, obviously, Coach Green most recently, who's an air raid guy. But I will tell you, both of those guys put a premium on running the ball. Uh, they definitely have sets uh, and, and they have different uh, philosophies that they can use to uh, to throw the ball. But if you if you know them to their core, their their core, they don't mind running the ball. And I would like to pull on that a little bit more. I'm certainly not one of those defensive coordinators that wants to see two or three yards in the cloud of dust all game. But I'll tell you this: if it's working, it's working. So I will tell you that a little bit more emphasis on. Uh, trying to uh, to run the ball a little bit better. Of course, we have our signal caller back, Harrison Hicks, who can really spin the ball. So uh, he's a weapon that we want to use. So we're, we we won't abandon the passing game at all, but a little bit more emphasis on maybe trying to establish a running game this year. I was going to ask you about quarterback. Once again, Coach, you were like one step ahead of me uh, in our conversation here. <laughs> uh, and I always like to ask coaches about the offensive line because you, you – it, it all starts there. I mean, with with the guys up front, you can't. You know, it's, it's hard to do anything if you if that's not right. Though, how you guys look on the offensive line? We graduated three uh, pretty good offensive linemen last year, um, and so we're bringing back two. But we're really confident in the three that we're replacing. Uh, those three seniors uh, with last year, uh, they do have some game experience as well. Uh, they've worked hard in the weight room. I think as of right now, if you look at their numbers as a uh, uh, as a tandem, I would say that they are their numbers are better than the seniors that we left uh, that just left. Uh, that's not a knock on those seniors at all. It's just they've been in our weight program for three years, where the seniors only got two. So naturally, um, they're a little bit stronger. So we we have some high hopes for their ability. Um, they just have to get those snaps under under their belt. Uh, we have a really good offensive line coach in Jeff Mitchell. I have uh, no doubt that he'll he'll get him he'll get him right for me. Uh, really good at what he does. And, and of course, you know, around the quarterback and offensive line, uh, what's the look with you guys with running back and and at wide receiver? So at tailback is one of those secondary guys as well that comes back, uh, Braylon Clemens. We're blessed to have him. Uh, he's been the starter for the last about year and a half. I think when we first came in, he had a couple of injuries, so we didn't see him the uh, the first half of our initial season. But he came on strong towards the end, and he was the full-time starter last year. And uh, he'll be back this year, so we're really happy at tailback. We do return, uh, I think, two of our receivers – um, and we did kind of run a spread set. So we do return a couple seniors at a wide receiver. So we're looking um, uh, pretty good there. But we got a couple guys that have got to learn our system. Um, you know, one thing is depth that we're really concerned. That's one thing that we have really tried to hone in and try to find some guys that can give us some help um, so we can make sure in the fourth quarter we can still stand up and give our chance ourselves a chance to compete. 
And, um, you know, before I ask you, I told you, I told you all fair, I had two fun questions at the end for you. And uh, I'll admit this, and I, it's been brought to my attention, Coach. I am bad about not asking about specialists on the show. So I'm going I'm okay. to start I'm <laughs> gonna start doing better. Uh, this is my fifth year doing this. I got to start doing better. Uh, how about you guys at Kicker? How's that looking? We do. We return. Once again, we return our Kicker, who's been with us for the last few years. His name is uh, Fitz Carter. Uh, he's a really good uh, place kicker, a field goal kicker. Uh, he can put the ball in the end zone when he when he's really on it. So we're really excited and blessed to have him back. Uh, special teams are just that. They're special. So And we don't take it for granted. So uh, he handles just about all of our kicking game for us. So he's a one-man show. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, it's and it, to me it's amazing on with what punters can do. I don't think they get enough credit just how – all valuable it can be if they can whenever they're able to flip the field uh for you too absolutely i couldn't do it i I, i've tried i just if i if i kick a spiral up in the air i can guarantee you it was by accident i've attempted to do it just for fun it always ends up going behind my head not the right direction so (laughs) maybe you should catch the snap and turn around and kick it and then there you go you'll be fine yeah, that, that's what I thought about sometimes whenever I've just been messing around trying to uh, punt a football. Or either that, it goes off the side of the foot and goes, you know, where we'd probably been out of bounds if I was actually on a football field. Oh, It's definitely a skill. It's a skill, no doubt. <laughs> 100%, 100%. Uh, I told you I had two fun questions for you uh, toward the end of the interview, and uh, this is one I like to ask all the coaches, especially the first time they, they come on the show. Uh, the first one, uh, when you hear the term Friday Night Lights, uh, what comes to mind for you? What comes to mind is a community coming together uh, for a common goal. I, I can literally see the lights in my mind. I think about my high school times. I think about – the times uh, that I've experienced as a coach and I experienced a lot of laughing faces. And it's just one of those times where uh, you get a lot of people on the same page. And uh, I don't think you can take that for granted um, these days when you have everyone pulling in a pretty common goal, even though you have two teams there, uh, you listen, you have a lot of people rooting one way or another. And uh, I don't think getting together and having good, clean fun, I don't think you take that for granted these days. So that's what I think. That's what I think of. And then uh, the second part of this, just uh, when you get a chance to get away from football, obviously uh, up to the seat coming into the season. But, you know, when uh, after the season, you know, when there's some downtime for you, what, what are some things you like doing away from football? Away from football? So, well, I am a musician, so I, I'm a guitar player. It's a, it's a family I call it a tradition, but a lot of my family uh, is musically inclined. So uh, if I'm not uh, flipping through football channels or drawing up plays or thinking about depth charts, I definitely have a guitar in my hand and just trying to stay active. I, I, I don't play it as much as I used to, obviously, because football takes up a lot of your time. But I try to grab it as much as I can. To, uh, I, I, re- I really love it. I love it. That is that is a new one. I you know, usually we get golf, uh, fishing, hunting, go to the beach. So that's a that, that's a, that's the first know. one. <laughs> I like uh, it. I spend a lot of time. Obviously, I'm I'm from Florida, so um, you know the beach. I, I, I'm about beached out, even though it's a beautiful place. But I lived about thirty minutes from the beach, so that's not the first thing I want to do. And then golfing, that's not my thing. Just. I spend a lot of time around a lot of people and uh, loving that. I love that. So when I get a moment, I'd rather, you know, be at the house and strum on my guitar a little bit and have a little peace and tranquility, you know. 
I like it. I like it. Um, so, uh, you know, before I let you go, is there anything about the team or, you know, the, the school or anything you know, around Northside Methodist Academy I didn't ask you about that you would like to talk about? Yeah, I, I'd like to just talk about, you know, the, the, the spirit of Northside. We're still looking for what I call a signature win. Uh, so, and, and we're trying to get there. Um, you know, I, I really, I, I'm a little bit different. I really respect what I, I, the two other private schools and, and the city have done and HA and Providence. Uh, obviously, you know, there, there are times where we have to compete with them, but we're looking for a, a signature win somewhere, something that we can point to and say, Hey, that was where we turned this thing around and started, you know, taking uh football and sports, um, taking it to a different level. So uh, we would just ask that the, the the Knight Nation continue to support us while we're looking for that, while we're trying to earn the right to have that win. Uh, you certainly have done it. Um, so uh, just keep coming out. And to hear you say that you've come to a game and you, you appreciate the atmosphere, that means everything to us. So I'll tell Knight Nation, let's, let's keep doing that. We appreciate it. Oh yeah, it, it was an, like I said, it was awesome going into game, and I could just tell the the passion and the enjoyment, support uh, that the Northside Methodist uh, Academy Knights had on that evening. And uh, Coach, it's been a lot of fun having you on. I probably told you fifteen twenty. We're about to hit twenty five minutes, but uh, I appreciate you taking the time on a Sunday afternoon to come on the show and uh, talk about your program and uh, uh, good luck this season. I know you guys kick off first game on a Thursday night at Houston Houston County on the twenty fourth. So uh, I know you guys are excited about that. And uh, I appreciate it, Coach, and I hope I can catch up with you uh, during the season sometime. Absolutely. We appreciate you having us on. Go night. And once again, thanks to Coach Ganey for coming on this week's edition of the Wiregrass High School Football Report. Really appreciate him taking out the time. It was a really fun conversation uh, with Coach, and I look forward to seeing how things go this year with uh, with Northside Methodist Academy. And that's going to do it for this week's edition of the show. Be back next week with another coach interview and uh hope you guys enjoying the podcast remember you can check it out over at wiregrassdailynews.com or wherever you get your podcast and you know you can follow me on social media at p jordan scc you can also email me at sportsoffieldjordan at gmail.com the high school football season is very close and uh talk to you guys next week till next time bye bye